E.T., phone home and tell our listeners that our language is out of this world. Content is not suitable for all listeners. You have been warned. You are listening to Bewitch Banter, the podcast where we discuss the spooky, the spiritual, the magical, and the mystical, and sometimes the plain old weird. That's Amy Holt. She's also my bestie, but also a huge skeptic. And this is Krista, who I sometimes refer to as a whack job. Awesome. <laughs> Just totally kidding there. But yeah, <laughs> she is our woo-woo uh, spiritual girl in-house. And I cannot wait. Today we are covering aliens. Aliens. If you didn't get that from the E.T. phone home. You're an alien. Been saying that all afternoon. But I do want to <laughs> preface this with basically I am not stupid. So if you listen. No, to- it's me. I'm the wacko. Right. So. <laughs> but if you listen to this episode and you're like, that chick doesn't know what she's talking about. I honestly tried because, again, I am Dr. Holt today. It's going to be very scientific at the beginning. So bear with me. I tried my best. There's a lot to cover in this topic. Yeah. And I only kind of took a one perspective so we can obviously do several alien episodes for people who love aliens yay before we get into it this is for again my friend sarah listening this is our listener pick first ever so thank you again for this idea amy's been kind of wanting to cover it for a while and so you nailed it sarah so thank you i just had to get sarah on board (laughs) to get krista's permission (laughs) for aliens they scare me, man. I'm more going to get into that in my story Thursday. I can't. Oh, yeah. Mine's, I like my story. Mine's scary AF, but we'll get to it. So for all you listeners out there, I'm sure you feel like the world is ending, right? So 2020 happened. We know we have COVID. Mm-hmm. Seems like we have doomsday with like global warming. We have mm-hmm. World War Three starting with uh, Putin's war on Ukraine. Ugh. But, however, we might have something to look forward to if the world doesn't end anytime soon. And it has been predicted that Mm. we may be able to find alien life in our lifetime, which is, I think it's really cool. Oh, I mean, definitely exists. That's without a doubt. I'm not questioning that, but the fact that we can actually communicate and I don't know if we would meet them, but the goal, we could in our lifetime communicate with aliens. I think we already have in so many forms. We just don't. We don't know it as the lay public, but governments around the world, man, they know that shit. But that's me. Well, I'm going to disprove you on that. Uh, A certain extent. I will let you... Definitely alien life out there, but have we had contact with them? And have they visited Earth? Oh, yeah. That's more of a question, but I feel like either way, whichever way you look at it, you'll find that you'll take away from this episode that the government is lying to us for their benefit. We all knew that. Duh. Captain, o- <laughs> Captain Obvious here. I'm here to... Lying again, motherfuckers. We know this. But did you know we, uh, as soon as 2040, we might be lucky enough to be able to communicate with aliens and even maybe sooner? I did not, and I don't want to. No, thank you. I think it'd be cool. I'm scared. So who's saying this? So this prediction is based on what's called the Drake Equation, and this is where I... Jersey, Jersey, Drake. <laughs> Listen. I don't know what you're talking about. Drake. 
Oh, the artist? Yeah. What does that have to do with Jersey? You said Drake, didn't you? Yeah, is he from Jersey? No, but something about Drake. I don't get the Jersey connection. But you didn't say Drake something? You said Drake. Drake equation. Yeah. There it is. Drake. The name Drake. I know, but you said Jersey Drake. Oh, no, like Drizzy, Drizzy, Drake. Like oh. Drizzy. He's from Canada. Yeah, I was going to say. The Drake Equation, and it was created by Frank Drake, and he is an astro, astro, I can't even say it, these big words, astrophysicist, and he was the chairman of the SETI, which stands for the Search for Extraterrestrial Intelligence Institute. And I guess there's multiple SETIs, so I learn something new every day. And he's the Not STI, (laughs) as opposed to STI. (laughs) And he's the chairman for the one based in California. What is the Drake equation? So it calculates how many advanced and detectable civilizations there should be in the Milky Way or in any one year. So how do they figure this out? I mean, you got to be really smart I for mean, this. I mean, I can't even do fucking basic geometry. So. Well, you're, yeah. So try to follow this. Or algebra. So. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm out. <laughs> that's why I said I had to preface this with I'm not a scientist. They gather this number by first looking at how many stars are in our galaxy. And so a modest... How the fuck do they even know that? Like, it baffles me. Space is so fucking cool. P.S. Even though I'm terrified of aliens, I definitely want to go to the moon still. So, like, Elon Musk, if you're listening, (laughs) I'm coming on your first commercial flight for the public. Thanks. Oh, because you're so rich? (laughs) Yeah. I have no desire to go to the moon, actually. What? Nah. I totally do. I'd rather just go to the beach. Like, what if there's a beach on the moon? I guess they didn't know. I don't know. There, I didn't think there was water on the moon. Yeah, I think they... Yeah, I don't think there is either. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> we digress. Okay, back to the topic. So, because <laughs> I feel like I have to get this out or people won't follow it. Okay, okay. So, they estimate there's 100 billion stars. And that's a modest estimation. While... That's an our galaxy, correct? Yeah, but actually, there might be more like 300 billion. So, Jesus, quite a even, huge like, amount. How the fuck do they even begin to speculate or calculate that? It's just insane. I didn't get to that. And like, then... It just like blows my mind. Obviously, massive computer machines, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But like, what the fuck? And then they roughly estimate... So, think about it. There's 100 billion up to 300 billion stars that... There's about 20 to 50% of these stars have planetary systems. But not all of the stars can host planetary systems that can host life like that happens on Earth or intelligent life. And so they estimate about one in five of those planetary systems could host life like we experience on Earth. Wow. And then this is what made me think. I was reading the article and I like read it this sentence three times and I was like, am I dumb or they just don't know or shit. Or you just dumb as fuck. Or they don't know shit about fuck, Marty. That's pretty yes. much what I'm taking away Every with. episode, every episode, it's in there. But the, they said, of these bio-friendly worlds from 0% to 100% would actually go on to develop a life. And of those worlds, in hmm. turn, from 0 to 100% would develop life forms that we consider intelligent. So I don't really know what the fuck does that mean? Wide open? <laughs> the opportunity for life is wide open. I have no idea, and that's why I put that <laughs> sentence in there. Because if anyone understands, please message me. Because I was like, uh, I don't get what they're trying to tell me. Okay, back to shit. I can actually understand though. <laughs> I or at least I oh, thought God, I could I wrap my it. head around. Okay, summarize this. So there's 300 billion stars. 20 to 50 percent of those stars could harbor planetary systems. 
then one in five of those could host intelligent life. And then Drake estimates that 10 to 20% of that group could have smart enough civilizations that they can make themselves known to us. Hmm. Most people agree that there are other life forms out there in the galaxy. That's not really a debate. But what Drake is trying to figure out is that, yes, they are out there, but that doesn't mean much if they can't communicate or let us know that they are out there. And these civilizations... Oh, they let us know in my story. Yes, they do. Just so y'all know. Yeah. I'm a little cynical about that, but I'll hold my tongue for now. Okay. And these civilizations ultimately would have to manipulate radio waves and other forms of electromagnetic signaling Mm -hmm. to let us know. So to make things even more tricky, another question arises, which I think is really interesting. How long will any of these civilizations be around to let us know that they exist? So think of planet Earth. Like I just said. We're destroying ourselves. Yes. We got global warming. God knows uh, nuclear war. And it's estimated that the sun will survive for about 10 billion years. Do we know how old it is estimated? Yes, that was my next sentence. Three and a half billion years that the sun has already been around. We'll be dead. We'll be long gone when the sun burns out. (laughs) But then to put it even in a narrower lens, we've only had the capability of producing radio waves for about 100 years. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's a very small window in the time of civilization being around think about how fast like i just always obviously go to a media lens because of radio broadcast but like think of how much we've done and how much technology has advanced from you know the terrestrial broadcasting to digital now it's like insane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fucking wild but like can't aliens infiltrate digital signals i would think or does it have to be radio well yeah radio they could communicate with us during like with radio too but what they're trying what i'm really trying to say is so for example if there's another civilization trying to send us radio signals saying like hey what's up or hey we're here whatever we come to destroy you yeah any of those (laughs) before we had created radio uh signals that this uh, our civilization or other civil civilizations can collapse and we might miss them. So it's like the window of time of, for us to communicate with each other is even more narrow because like there might have been a civilization, for example, that already had the technology to communicate to us, but maybe that civilization is no longer there. Who knows how long our like Earth is going to be around? So it's like really small, narrow windows of time so there's obviously probably uh, intelligent life out there but it's like do they have the technology and will the time uh align for us to communicate with each other or do they look at us and be like y'all are just fucking dumbasses we're not even bothering to waste our time which is more of my theory but you know but who is to say they have it all figured out i'm not saying that they do but i think if they're able to even get to earth so quickly and with the technologies that they do have that we couldn't even comprehend at this point, I think they probably see us or observe us and take one look and they're like, ah, peace out. They're killing themselves. Well, maybe. Or, I mean, I just think it's probably more likely, like what I'm saying, the minimal chance of the two civilizations having the technology at the same time to communicate is hard. Like, Got it. Yeah. It's just way more rare. narrow of a window, which I thought was a really interesting idea i've never yeah, considered I haven't even thought of that, that that yeah 
the Drake equation does a much more eloquent, beautiful, and very <laughs> scientific way of explaining this. Look it up if you are a scientist. We are not. But basically what they're saying is there's so many variables out there that it's really, and so much life out there that there's a good chance that eventually we will be able to communicate with aliens sooner than we thought, which yeah. I think is really interesting. Even the people who are big cheerleaders and believers of the Drake equation system actually end up, I think this is hilarious, they describe it as a way of, quote, organize our ignorance. Again, kind of reiterating the fact that no one knows anything about this. Fuck Marty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like we're on just the tip or the cusp of knowing anything, anything about life, intelligent life forms outside of Earth. Okay, so thankfully, uh, because of technology we have today, we're able to... We have so far been able to analyze at least a few thousand star systems. But because the technology is growing and like uh, improving so much that they believe that um, by the year of 2034, that astronomers will successfully be able to study over a million star systems. Whoa. Which is incredible. So fucking cool. And that just means that we'll be that much closer to be able to communicate with aliens. Mm-hmm. 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 So now we're going to switch gears. That was kind of more of like the scientific... I thought it was all really interesting. I love that. I have so many questions. And actually, one of my colleagues works with um, the School of Space Exploration, I mm-hmm. think. What's it called? I have no idea. It's School of Space science and sounds good enough to me explanation anyway um and he writes about it and it's so effing cool and i hear all these things that we're doing with nasa and i wonder how many of those physicists and astrologists or astronomers nope help me out astrophysicists astrophysicists thank you (laughs) i'm thinking my astrology brain um the astrophysicists actually believe in intelligent life. They must. If they're studying this shit, they, there's no way. I think most of the science community does. That's cool. I appreciate that. Well, I think there's. it's kind of almost small-minded to think that we are the only civilization out there with how many like potential like there is like that's what yeah. i was trying to uh, allude to with like all those numbers i was saying i know yeah. that was a lot of numbers i'm throwing at people but like the potential yeah there's so to think that we're the only civilization out there is kind of small-minded it's and- so um narcissistically human you know what i mean it's just so fucking human of us to think that we are the end all fucking be all but then again who knows at the end of the day we really just don't know you know what i mean yeah that shit is scary i don't want to be alone in the universe Although I don't, I don't know why you always take it in such a scary, negative lens. I get scared about shit I don't know about. Hmm. I think it's exciting. And no, it's like, it'd be really cool to connect, but, like, also... Imagine, like, if they could come and, like, teach us their wisdom. I don't be... know why it always has to be... I guess, like, for example, we've talked about this with, like, ghosts. I, why I, do also, I always think people are shitty because I think people are shitty. <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I don't know if I look at it in such a dark lens. We know, and everyone knows, and their mother knows that there's a million stories floating around online about the government trying to cover up UFO and alien sightings. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to cover the opposite of that and like really have a discussion and have people think about it differently. So I'm going to ask everyone to consider this for a second. Okay. Instead of the government covering up alien and UFO sightings, what if the government were the ones that were fabricating and creating these alien and UFO sightings 
to cover up other top secret information they don't want the general public to know. Oh, for sure. Like, because they don't want us to know the military technology that they have. Yes. For exactly. sure. Which, I'm not going to get into it, but it relates to my story. However, I think that's bullshit. Because knowing how to, as from a PR perspective, knowing how to manipulate a message and a narrative, it's very clear to me that's what they're doing, but not for the purpose you just stated. It's for the it's cover up very clearly. I in my I know, but I think opinion. it's interesting that a lot of people think that the government's covering up these UFO sightings, but really they're the ones sometimes creating the UFO sightings, like making it up. Yeah, which I think is kind of crazy to get people talking. Well, yes, that and to cover up, they don't want people knowing their secrets. And there's a documentary called The Mirage Men. Have you ever seen it? No. I really want to watch it. So it really dives into this topic. That's a really cool question. And it was released in 2013. And it basically, the whole documentary centers on the idea that the real conspiracy is that the U.S. government actually has fabricated and created evidence to make us believe in aliens. There's a Guardian article that kind of covered the this documentary and that's where i get most of i got most of my information okay i don't know i still i'm so skeptical like if they're hiding some bullshit yes they're hiding technology that we don't want they don't want us to know about for sure mm-hmm. but i also think they're hiding that technology that they got and know of only because of et's that's my opinion mm, i personally think that i believe more that the government probably is covering stuff up i believe there's aliens and all that and intelligent life out there but i don't really feel like we probably have had the technology to actually travel or they probably don't have the technology technology to travel here because i thought like, you were light- about to say the moonwalk was a hoax so i was like oh girl <laughs> oh no <laughs> no but like, the, it, like oh no like light their planet would be like light years away right right but obviously like you there's the skeptics because what a better way to throw people off about their knowledge of aliens than rather than create a documentary, right? So right. I'm, I'm going to kind of state the obvious. Like there's the counter argument that uh, maybe the government is behind this documentary. Mm-hmm. That they are the ones who kind of created it to even throw people more off the trail. I think the whole conversation, and I kind of said this from the beginning, is that we just really don't know anything. We don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. that's true. And I, I totally agree. And I think everything people think they may know is speculation at the end of the day mm-hmm. i'm gonna go through a few examples so first we have actual uh edward snowden's documents uh that oh were, my god i fucking love that document or that movie which one about his uh basically bringing the fcc to task i'm like we're monitoring y'all Oh, yeah, I never watched it. Super creepy, but good. Did they cover, They might. I wonder if they covered this in the story. I don't remember the, anything about aliens or UFOs in his, but perhaps I, I forgot it because I was so upset about the misuse and just the way that they abuse our trust in them mm-hmm. as a citizen. But anyway. Part of the documents he leaked uh, to the public, it actually included a PowerPoint slideshow that was created by a British spy agency. Huh. No, I don't remember this part. And this led the internet to kind of lose their mind, and they were obsessed with, in the PowerPoint, it contained 50 images. Some of them appeared to look like flying saucers. However, I thought this was freaking hilarious. The internet (laughs) was able to figure out 
One of them literally was a blurry picture of a seagull that somehow represented a shape of like a flying saucer. Hmm. Maybe it's li- wings or some shit. Who knows? But literally it was a seagull taking a shit. <laughs> in the PowerPoint. I'm sorry. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but I was like, at least they have- <laughs> I was like, at least the government has a, a sense of humor. Shit, that's good. Yeah, I was like, I was like, at least, even if they're corrupt, at least they have oh, some kind of sense fuck. of humor. That's good. Okay, the PowerPoint basically was evidence on how the government can attempt to control the minds of their civilians, and it even offered advice to like uh, spies how they can spread lies on the internet about alien life Q-Nine, out there, essentially. Yeah, but they're spreading the fact that aliens exist. That was part of the PowerPoint. Well, technically, I think QAnon believes in all that shit. Or is like the lizard people shit. I don't I know. Don't know. Th- that's a whole other ball of wax. But, oh, and you probably will get to this too, but I just want to clarify too, like for those of you out there, and it's, you're probably like, no shit, but UFO is unidentified flying object and ET or extraterrestrials are aliens. So a lot of people mix that up. I used to, this is why I say this, because I didn't realize in the nomenclature that a ufo is not necessarily a being it's a it's an unidentified craft of sorts i didn't cover that because i just thought it was kind of obvious but well see i back in the day i used to mix the two up and i don't know if listeners out there may think that as well so just wanted to clear the air clear the air Mm -hmm. about the flying saucer yeah it's a ufo no, it's a seagull taking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> a theory that was proposed in the documentary is that the government is aware of the power of belief in UFOs and aliens, and they can use this to their advantage. Through the internet, they can exploit these beliefs to cover up things like, kind of like you said, testing secret aircraft or military exercises. And the PowerPoint really focuses on how the internet and the media can discredit people and spread lies, which oh, is 100%. really scary. Yeah, the power of media is mm-hmm. very scary because they're just as large as the government, if not more powerful. Um, and it's a personal passion of mine to discuss this topic at length, in part why we have Bewitch Banter, because I think, that it's so important to discuss things openly and debate, right? Have mm-hmm. some civic fucking debate. Have some thought and question every motherfucking thing. Yes, I'm a believer in things that many people aren't, but guess what? That doesn't mean I'm not still questioning things. Of course I do, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, sorry, you took me on a tangent of that said. I actually just covered an article about the power of government and and free speech, and as it relates to media corporations and big tech corporations, think about the power these motherfuckers have to control our, our, our narrative. Well, think about the election. It, exactly. With Facebook kind of uh, putting their head down and not doing much, knowing that all that fake information was yeah. like circling around on their social media platform. Yeah. With zero repercussions, basically, except a bad PR blip in the radar. But like, I mean, they... Yeah, it blows my mind. I have so much. That's a whole other topic for another day. That is such tricky territory because nothing's black and white. No, it it, it isn't. And, and actually, that's part of the theme of the story I wrote because it's a uh, becomes an ethical question, a moral question versus a, a, a legal one. Really, at the end of the day, you brought me to the media topic. <laughs> Here we are. Well, I mean, this is. <laughs> I know we're talking about aliens, but part of it is a big conversation about the lies we're being told. Exactly. Or the keeping of information from us, Mm -hmm. whichever way you look at it. I want to dive into a story. According to the internet, this is a very popular 
story for alien lovers out there, which I'm not a big alien fanatic, so... <laughs> oh, you're not? Sorry if this is, like, common sense for the alien people, like, out there. Like, I already know this. Why are you telling me this basic story? Oh, my God. The story goes, in 1979, Paul Benowitz, like any other alien story, how they all start out, since I know so many of them, started seeing some strange lights in the sky. And because of his day job where he worked with electronics, he was able to then use some kind of equipment to pick up on some weird transmissions. Okay. Let's forget the fact that he lived directly across from the Air Force Base. Okay. He was convinced that the lights he kept seeing in the sky and the weird transmission signals were aliens, of course. Yeah, what else? He was concerned about the alien activity he was experiencing in his backyard, so he thought he would do his like neighborly citizen duty, <laughs> and he went to the Air Force. Okay. The Air Force knew that Paul was actually eavesdropping in on their activity. Oh, yeah, they know everything, y'all. And despite knowing this, they kind of played him, I want to say kind of, that's too live word. They played him for a fool and kind of like encouraged him. They're like, hey, you should investigate this further and almost made it like a whole game. That's so fucked up. Like, oh, I mean, wow. I don't put anything fucked up past the government to do to citizens, but like that is really. Oh, it gets worse. Mean. It's really, it gets worse. That's mean girl shit. They're kind of like, oh, how interesting. Let us know what you discover. Like, keep us. Um, up to date, Paul, I mean, he was like probably a lot of alien lovers, a crazy conspiracy theorist. Okay. And he was soon an expert on all things that had to do with aliens, of course. Mm -hmm. He learned a second language, alien talk. He was like an amateur pilot. So he sometimes would fly a plane around and he found an alien shuttle space crash that happened wow. nearby. And he soon let the world know how crazy he was. He was a crazy uh. <laughs> mofo because he was telling everyone and their mother to be concerned because aliens are going to invade. Be careful. I he was mean, ringing the bells. What if he's right, though? I'm not saying in our lifetime, but I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, but what he was seeing wasn't real. Oh. This is the part that I think is really evil. The government... Basically, was like having fun messing with him. Yeah, they were dumping sense. fake props for him to find and kind of were surveilling him while he was surveilling them. They even gifted him a software that supposedly interpreted the signals they were coming that were coming from outer space. That's so fucked up. Yes, and this is where it gets really dark. So Peter eventually in 1988 was checked into a psychiatric facility. Which you know they mandated. I'm speculating. I, no, they didn't wildly. mandate it. I think his family sent him. Mm-hmm. With pressure from the government, I am sure. I don't, I, you might be fabricating that part, I'm but I'll allow you. I'm speculating. Yeah. <laughs> wildly, as always. But I just, that's how much I distrust government. And before he went to the psych ward, he again rang the bells that aliens were controlling humans through electromagnetic devices. So again, letting everyone know he's I a mean, little look crazy. I mean, cell phones, though, for real. I mean, yeah. I guess that's he's true. He's not wrong there. All right, Paul, I feel you on the cell phone situation. But I, that's so fucked up they were messing with him. Yeah, exactly. And, like, other than being evil, why is the government doing this? We kind of know. Uh, but in an interview mm -hmm. I watched, one of the supervisors said that they couldn't have Peter telling the public Later in the documentary, they they interview one of the 
guys who was working on the Air Force, and he must have been like a officer pretty high up in like the ranks. Mm-hmm. And in the interview, he said that the reason being was that they couldn't have Peter telling the public that he was able to tap into their secret projects. Can't have people on our front street. <laughs> <laughs> Government be like, get them off front street. Okay. <laughs> and he kind of like openly admitted, yes, we kind of fed the I- spoon fed him the idea. Yes, it was aliens. Oh, man. And then another example of this was in the 1970s in New Mexico. Several ranchers were uh, discovering that their cattle was being injured, and no one for the life of them could figure out, like, what the hell was happening. Sorry, where did you say? New Mexico. New Mexico. But it didn't only happen in New Mexico. When I looked into it, it looked like it happened in Colorado, in Washington, several other states. But okay. I'm going to focus on New Mexico. Okay. Because I can't give you an explanation. I can't explain why it was happening in those places, yeah, there's cattle mutilations that were happening, and okay, these- this ties to another lore story, but that's a, like a like a paranormal shit. But yeah, I've heard this before, but it was like gross, like grotesque. Yeah, I decided to spare the details. Yeah, sorry, I read I'm not it. Trying to go there, but it just that topic reminded me of what something I read or watched. And I was yeah, like, oh, I read it, and I was like, yeah. I yeah, say I'm enough glad you did. Gruesome shit on this podcast. I can leave that out yeah, please, for today. Thank you. The ranchers obviously were losing millions of dollars mm-hmm. in livestock due to this. Right. The FBI opened an investigation, and through their findings, basically it was kind of like, well, something strange happening, but we can't put a finger on what it is causing harm to the cows. They also said that the cow mutilations were happening from common predators, where the ranchers were coming forward and were like. No, we can tell if it's a common animal that's coming and attacking like them. Like a wolf or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's obvious, but this is not from an animal. This, again, led to hysteria. People believed it was Satanists. People mm-hmm. then also believed it was Demons. aliens who were attacking the cattle, and it was just another cover-up from the government. Mm-hmm. What actually was happening was the government was leading an experiment that they were advised against leading they were told by several scientists not to do this experiment that was very dangerous what do you know and they were trying uh underground nuclear fracking (gasps) oh my god they don't give a fuck about us Mm -mm. oh and it was released that the government led citizens astray uh again very similar to my first story by staging fake props again to get people thinking that it might be like E.T. or aliens. That's no different. I mean, it is a little different. But I was trying to pseudo-equate it to Chernobyl, where government knew or advised not to fucking go over the certain gigawatts or whatever. Obviously, scientist hints here, no. Um, but they, they were advised not to do it, and mm-hmm. they still did it and look at the deaths, and it's still fucking radioactive. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, like, what the fuck governments in general? Not just ours. Every, everywhere with... I, I think it all comes down to power. It's People who are power hungry. They even asked a military pilot to attach flashing lights to his helicopter to get people to think it, they were seeing a UFO locally. So, f- so totally like instigating it, leading into yeah. hysteria and thinking, wow, if we can get them to think it's aliens, then people won't start to question what we're doing. Yeah. Bullshit. 
Yeah, pretty much the theme of the story. So in the documentary Mirage Men, a former Air Force special investigator named Richard Doty, and I think he's quite involved in the documentary, discusses that he fed into alien hysteria to keep normal everyday people from learning about top secret technology. Also, I thought this was really interesting that the government kind of almost, they saw it as an advantage. So if the Soviet Union who was a threat to the U.S., believed that the U.S. was communicating with aliens. Was. Wink, wink. <laughs> it gave us, like, an advantage. It made us look more fearful and powerful as a country. So, it like, it helped our cause, too, mm-hmm. for, like, international relationships. Got it. He talks about his experience purposely leaking classified documents. Wow. And they were named, some of the documents were called the Majestic 12. In this a document that they purposely leaked, it actually talks about President Truman forming a committee with aliens which i just think is crazy okay and it sorry they're they're classified as real they're classified documents that they leaked to the public on purpose so they purposely fabricated yeah classified information got it that president truman was like bffs with aliens i guess and like forming a committee was I don't believe that, but I think... But like, it, like you said, flip it on its head. What if he actually was? Well, he didn't do much with it. Maybe they... I mean, what... Vaporized him. I don't know. I'm making shit up Yeah, now. I mean, if he was, like, <laughs> well, who cares? Because nothing really came out of yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And then another example, the Richard, the same guy they're interviewing, states that he had no part of, uh, but it's another example of the government leading us astray, is that... There was another document that was leaked, and it was about 12 American military officers traveling to an alien planet. Hmm. I mean, I don't have to kind of say this, but there's endless examples. I just wanted to bring up a few key ones of the government purposely putting out fake props, documents, leading people astray, and really hoping that people will buy into this hysteria and believe that UFOs and aliens are attacking us. And, like, invading our land. Fear-mongering to get things done the way they want. Perfectly controlling. Yeah, great. Awesome. Thank you, U.S. government. (laughs) Yeah. And I just think it's an interesting thing because I think a lot of people see alien UFO sightings as the government trying to cover it up. But what about, like, if your story you're going to tell about Phoenix Lights was, again, the government purposely doing this to lead us astray from something else they were doing? That's what they claim, but we'll get to it. Yeah, but I think it's an interesting conversation because it's always like, oh, the government's hush-hush, aliens don't exist, but it's almost like the opposite. They want us to believe in aliens because then they can do their other secret shit they don't want us to know about. Yeah. Don't look over here. Go focus on the aliens or UFOs. Yeah, no, I think, no, they just know a hell of a lot more. Than they want us to ever I, know. From what I gather, I don't think they do, though. Like, even the scientists, in a nice way, when I was talking about all the numbers, they're like, we really don't know. And I think that's the moral of the story is that we don't know. We don't have the technology or the means. Yes, there is intelligent life out there, but I don't think we have the means to travel and communicate with them yet. When we do, I think it'll be a really exciting time. Or it could be scary. <laughs> but I don't. I think all these sightings of UFOs is just people wanting to believe in the magical and the mystical. Because it is cool to think that you are the one who got to see an alien. I'm good. Thanks. Don't visit me. Bye. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen until 2040. So how old would we be then? That's in 
20, 20 years. years. Oh, so I'll be like, we'll be 50 something. 50. Oh my God. Ew, gross. Don't put it out there. I don't, yeah. I'm not ready for that thought. I mean, I'm worried about much more worse things happening to us than aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Russia, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. That shit is so sad, but. Yeah. And what? I'm covering actually a story that has to do with Russia next week for Jehovah Witnesses. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> I'll preface it with that. But I think it's funny that most of the stories about aliens, they always are described the same. And they're kind of described off like what people see on TV. And that's kind of, kind of why I think people make it up in their head. Yeah, I wonder where that imagery came from. I'm, I'm curious. I think from Hollywood. But like where did they get that from? You know what I mean? Like why that imagery? Because it's like... I feel like probably one person did. And I was like, oh, that's great. And that kind of inspired other artists. Yeah. I mean, all yeah. artists borrow and copy True. each other. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know. I think that it could be as as crazy as maybe there are plants that are talking to each other. You know what I mean? That's my way, way out there thought. Like they, they're, they're nothing even humanistic. You know what I mean? Without even a head or arms or anything. That shit we can't even comprehend is my thing. Again. Oh, I definitely think that could be you know potentially what I mean? true. Like things we can't even imagine. As, as being a being, I think, is probably what they look like, ultimately. Do you think they're going to be ugly? <laughs> I mean, to us, what is Probably, because right? they're you know I mean? so foreign. Right. That's what and then we're say. probably ugly to them. Yeah, we probably are. But then why are they trying to impregnate us and shit all the time? <laughs> Supposedly. You know? I don't know. I think that's Hollywood just sexualizing everything, too. Yeah, that's probably true. Because they love to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, let us know if you feel like you've had an alien encounterment or an, an encountered an alien <laughs> encounterment. <laughs> I've said too many big words. I said too many big words tonight. Um, I was trying to have my scientific you brain did good. working. Yeah, um, I'm super intrigued. And Sarah, thank you again for shouting out this topic. And we will do more because obviously there's a hell of a lot of angles to cover with with aliens. So hope y'all have never been abducted. Oh, before we let you go, though, we are our stories that are coming out on Thursday for all our local Arizona peeps. We're representing. We are focusing on alien, Arizona aliens, alien sightings, UFO sightings that happen in our home state. Mm -hmm. So if you're a local proud Arizonan, make sure you tune in on Thursday and listen. I love my story. I think it's really cool. So Mine is too. And yeah, oh my God. Excited to get to it. Have a good night. Be safe. Beware of aliens. Peace, be witches. Peace. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram or bewitchbanter.com. Suggestions for the show? Emails at bewitchbanter at gmail.com. Credits? Music Phantom Fun by Jonathan Boyle from premiumbeat.com. Podcasts? Edited and produced by Krista Hins and Amy Holt. As always, if you enjoyed, please rate, review, and subscribe.